0: Spinning
1: wheel got to go round and round. (laughs) I just. uh, (laughs) I just. just, This is going to be. I can't wait to hear how how this sounds because I just hit record in the middle of you singing. <laughs> <laughs> I heat up I can't cool, cool down. down. <laughs> and, and, uh, it is around. What, what song is that? You. What's Abracadabra?
0: Oh fucking right, that's a huge karaoke song. Oh
1: that's funny, man. I heat up, I can't cool down. <laughs> I, uh, I just wrote on our Facebook page, does the weather suck? Oh, we'll tell you. <laughs> Another this show time. where we're going to start by talking about the weather. What was that? I've karaoke this a few
0: times. This is one that, back in the karaoke days, everybody had this song. And I like the part
1: where I reach out and grab you. I'd, I'd put well, you do the, hand the hand actions. Hand. You reach out and yeah. grab you. Yeah. It was oh. fun. And people would cheer, it was great. <laughs> no, would they? Yeah. Would they cheer when you reached out and grabbed ya?
0: I don't know. Reach out and
2: grab
3: you. Oh, yeah. So
1: it's just like karaoke at
3: a big bar
1: kind of karaoke? Or a little small intimate environment? Here we go. I want to reach out and grab ya. And, and all the people cheer.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, was it That's late great.
0: 80s, or early 90s where karaoke Deborah, Deborah.
1: was? Too? I don't know. Something like Everywhere
0: that. Everywhere you went, it was karaoke.
2: <laughs>
0: Everybody was buying karaoke machines. Remember?
1: Uh, uh, yeah, we had one. Our, we had a little one with our kids. We had like some cheap, you know, Costco version, a uh, little uh, all-in-one karaoke speaker, tapes, and microphone. Yeah, we had one of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, Freddie, give me about 5% more microphone. All right. Uh, okay. Well, uh, yeah, another show that starts with Dan and I and Fred talking about how the weather is not very good and it's my cold all the time. <laughs>
3: Yeah. The thing that bugs me about weather that when I get cold a little bit, I mean, I, I, I'm not as irritated by the weather as you guys are, obviously, but uh, but I, I'm not big on my nose getting cold. No. My nose gets cold, and I you know, what do you do with that?
1: Dan, you're not irritated by anything as much as we are. <laughs> my nose was running all day yesterday. All day yesterday, I'm wiping, this is, what was it, May 18th? Yeah, you know, I don't know. I, I think I was, I mean, it's irritating because, you know, you only get, Dan, you only get a few months here. You get a couple of months, a window of opportunity. We're just days away from June. So far, spring has been horrid.
0: Well, just think the <laughs> latter part of August, it starts to cool off and it's almost June. Yeah, Like, it's crazy. And, and and again, it just solidifies. And thank God COVID is where it is now. And hopefully it stays there um, for going away next winter. That's the one thing you can hold on to. I don't have to go through another brutal winter. Yeah, um, You know, Monday night, it was Delisa's birthday. The kids came over, grandkids, of course. They were in the pool. Mm-hmm. The kids are so resilient. Like May. My granddaughter wanted to go in. Where are you serious? She puts on a bathing suit and she jumps in the pool. Gets out, jumps in again, jumps in again. Then John thinks, "Why not?" He's they're in the pool like it's a summer day, but the air was cool, but the water was warm, right? And now, and then two days later, Delisa and I were out buying flowers last night, and I was cold. I had a hoodie on, and I was still cold. Like I was ad, It was. Cold to the point where it was aggravating looking at the flowers.
1: Exactly. The wind, the wind was whipping through the uh, the nursery. Uh, a uh, an activity that should have been fun. <laughs> yes. Enjoyable. Um, did you see the note I just sent you? What yeah. is it now? We, just you're gonna either you need to work it a little closer because you're way off it today for some reason. I don't know why. because
0: uh, I didn't want it in front of my face.
1: Okay. Okay, but but then we're losing some of your. Uh, your balls
0: well because I turned the compressor
1: off I know uh, Dan I think we should turn it back on because uh, I'm losing him a little bit he's sounding kind of distant well, to me well if he can't turn it up anymore then yeah yeah I would just stick that back more, I can turn it up but can you turn it up more well the problem is if I because it's just you and I today I can <laughs> yeah I can turn okay, it up how okay how's that is that better I think
3: so <laughs> Um, every day there should be like here's the little section about the weather, and here's a little technical section, and then we get going with the show.
1: Okay, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yes. that perfectly describes what we do here. But it's what it, you know what it is, Dan. It's part of our charm. I know it's definitely charm.
3: And and, and did what s- did you see that email I sent you?
1: Yes, well, that we're uh, <laughs> we're trending down in Russia. Yeah, yeah I saw yeah. that. Well, I'm going to get to that. I promise. Okay. I got a couple things to get to. And then, of course, today, when when we actually start the show, we got a lot of stuff planned today. It's going to be great. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. How is that?
1: That's great. (laughs) No, because I'm more direct now. No, no, you sound more present. Mm Well, what you just described is why... I get aggravated because of the weather because yesterday, you know, it's like there's only so many of these days we have to to be out of doors and yesterday it was you know, it wasn't a very pleasant day although I will say that yesterday was the 34th anniversary of me meeting Randy Rosenthal Uh, it was her birthday 1988 um just about a year and a few months before I met Fred. And, you know, I think you know the story. I, I, Lumby got me the job in Montreal, and I, I got off the plane, go to the radio station. And literally the first day I was in Montreal, get off the elevator, and the doors open, and Jeff says, oh, look, uh, this is uh, Randy. Randy's, uh, this is Howard Glassman, and, Howard, it's Randy's birthday. And that's how I met uh, the mother of my children I met her on her birthday the day I moved to Montreal. Isn't that weird? Well,
0: yes and no. It was a 1 in uh, 365 chance. So I guess from that standpoint...
1: But um, <laughs> you just—I love how what? you think. That's why I love. I love how you think because it's like you know all the. You, you, that's why you and I could never work at Hallmark. You'd be like, "Hey, that's really romantic." <laughs> but you know, there is a—it's it, one in 365 <clears throat> chance.
2: I mean, it could happen. You
0: somebody on their birthday. I don't know if that's classed as sort of weird. What's the weird part? The fact well, that you
1: ended up marrying exactly. I, I met her on her birthday the day I moved to, to Montreal and <clears throat> ended up marrying her. And all these right. years later. You know, she's. I spoke with her yesterday. My daughters called me and said, "Did you say happy birthday to mommy?" You know, it's kind of interesting. I thought. No, I have a story like that. I, I think. I mean, it's not three. as interesting as getting mad at the florists, <laughs> yeah.
0: the nursery, nursery. Sorry. I have a story like that. I met Doll two months and thirteen days before her birthday, and we ended up getting married. It was
1: weird. You know what? You know what I, you know I want to do. You know what I want to do right now. I want to reach out and grab you. <laughs> <laughs> grab you by your scrotum. <laughs> It'd be fisticuffs if it wasn't for COVID. <clears throat> you know, it's weird. I met Dan Duran 14 days and 16 months before he and I became best friends. Came up to the stairs at the top of the stairs at the radio
0: station. Uh, C-H-A-B Moose how, right. da- how? Let's get into that a bit. How quickly did the relationship from that day how long did it take to develop to like hot and heavy and what passionate? Dan and I? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Dan. I I know you met Dan i you met Dan at a glory hall I know that. <laughs>
1: yeah that's right that's uh, yeah. funny I know that story oh, that old thing <laughs> well lucky well, look what we have here.
0: Um, I, uh, yeah, That's one special tool. I gotta meet this guy. <laughs> that's
1: right. Had to, go around, <laughs> to go around and go, Who are you? Who is this man? Uh, uh, well, the funny thing about Dan and I is I was friends... I was already good friends with a, a good friend of ours who knew Dan before I knew Dan, and... But, uh, Randy and I... Randy. Uh, we met and i think i asked her out you know within a couple weeks we went to a movie premiere like a radio station event because she worked in promotions and uh yeah i think it was within a couple weeks and how long before you moved in together Uh, Within six months, and we married within... I I married her 18 months... Okay, mister, you don't think that's significant? I married her 18 months to the day that I met her.
0: Oh, my goodness. Did you do that on purpose?
1: No, I don't think we did. I just think that uh, our wedding date, which is the 18th of November, I think, just happened to be there.
0: How long... You don't have to answer this. I'll answer it. Before Dan and I had relations? It was almost, it was instant. I know you had relations at the glory hole. The glory hole. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you met Randy on her birthday that yes. day. How long how before long was it
1: before? I planted.
0: Well, I, you know, I don't want to be rude here, but I'm just wondering how, you know, back in the day in that situation before it was. The relationship was, was consummated. Let's put it was that. that three date time is that three date rule? Yeah. You time? know,
1: I, I, that's a really good question. I, I, I fairly quickly, I think. You know, I, I certainly within a few dates. You know, I was twenty. Well, I was twenty a- eight. She was twenty four. So, oh, young and horny. Yeah, huh. I was still this. You know. I cooled down. I got up, or whatever. I got. What is the line? What is the? I heat it up. I cool down. I it well, up the again. 60s. I cool down. I can't <laughs> yeah, heat yeah, that's up. That's right. <laughs> when you're in your twenties, you never cool down. That's right.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's. You know, they. One of those Famous saying that youth is wasted on the young. Oh yeah, isn't it? Oh, yeah, really physically, mentally. But as I listen, I as I said, the, the two gentlemen I played golf with yesterday, w- one of them had like one had a shirt and a little light jacket on top of it the entire round. <laughs> Meanwhile, at one point, I told you I was I was getting like a chill. <laughs> Fucking, I never used to be cold. Mm-hmm.
0: There's a young guy up at the trailer park, Dan's neighbor, two over from me named Andrew and th- when this guy arrives for the summer he takes a shirt off right yeah right and he never puts it on it doesn't matter what the weather is <laughs> rain cold heat he just never has a shirt on but he's buffed and he's a young guy and in great shape and you know I mean visually there's nothing wrong with it but it's, we always laugh it's like Andrew and you know his two sons are like that now too.
1: <laughs> never have yeah. shirts on well, there were a lot. Listen, there were younger guys there yesterday. I was at a table of guys that I play golf with that are 20 or 30 years younger. Than me. They all wore shorts yesterday. I mean, they were wearing jackets, too. But, but it was, for me, I just kept putting on layers as before the round. I'm like, well, I'm, I'm cold. I'll put on some rain pants because it was going to rain. Well, I had shorts on at the nursery.
0: I'm okay with shorts as long as my top is warm. It's uh yeah, like I wore shorts all day yesterday, but I had I put a hoodie on when we went to the nursery because mm. it started to get chilly. When I went out to cut the lawn at about twelve thirty one o'clock, it was actually warm. It just turned. There's <laughs> another weather report. <laughs> <laughs>
3: maybe
1: maybe you should take uh, soup with you on the course. That's not a bad idea. A I was clear drink, soup. I like it. Maybe a clear soup. That's where I'm at now because i'm old i can't even handle anything in the soup and Uh, that's a whole other story what's that
2: well
0: you told me before the show you're losing weight and you don't really know why that's not good you might want to go see a doctor about that
1: well i'm probably losing weight because i've been on you know a diet for four and a half months
0: oh i don't know you said
1: inexplicably now (laughs) yeah this week i've definitely lost a couple pounds um listen we got lots to get through dan duran is here everybody this episode of Humble and Fred
3: is being broadcast to the world from Humble and Fred Studios in Toronto, Brampton, and from the lufty, lusty shores Luffy, of Loves. Ah. And is brought to you by Gig Sky, the retirement Sherpa, the Chambers Plan, Bodog, Health Gauge, Hush Blankets, and our newest sponsor, Relaxicare. And now here are two men that are only happy while complaining. Mm. It's Humble and Fred.
2: I won!
1: That's the last thing I want to do. But we got a new problem. A new problem? Yeah, there's a new problem, everybody. Don't know if you're aware of it, but it's out there. And uh, if you're keeping track, May 19th on the Humble and Fred Show will be the first mention of uh, the latest uh, health issue. I'm, I'm speaking, of course, of monkeypox. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh if you want, Dan Duran. Today's the day I'm mentioning monkeypox so that in the future, when we're wiped out, people will go, yeah, that was when Howard first identified monkeypox. That's what How I woke you get up to. Pox? Well, How yeah. do Well, you... Get- That's happening now. Monkeypox. Canada was the latest country to report it was investigating more than a dozen suspected cases of monkeypox after Spain and Portugal detected more than 40 possible and verified cases. Britain's got nine cases. The U.S. just announced their first case of monkeypox. The illness, which most people recover from within several weeks, has only been fatal in rare cases. And has infected thousands of people in parts of Central and Western Africa. I know it's all like ha 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 monkeypox, but you watch, my friends. This is how <laughs> this. you watch. You watch, my friends. This is how this is how these things begin. We all poo-pooed the COVID. Remember making fun of you going on a trip wearing a mask. Anyway, well, how does it manifest? No, oh, you get all these little. Sp- poxy scabby things all over your body well, i get those anyway <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right maybe that's what that thing was on your leg you already got the pox monkey yeah. man yeah so
0: i'm good shows you can have it it really doesn't affect your
1: life that much <laughs> that's right God. that's right maybe that's when they have to has the biopsy from your uh <clears throat> pus volcano come back oh i'm still awaiting that call
4: oh
0: yeah, I'm not apprehensive at all, because, again, I've had several of these uh, growths and mm. they're always benign. Uh, it's a, you know, it's a form of uh, skin cancer, but not. And as um, the doctor assured me, it's not melanoma, which is, you know, that's the one that'll get you. Oh, it will. You should be tested for monkeypox, then. <laughs>
1: well, that's the thing. What if Patterson's ground zero for monkeypox in, in uh, Canada? <laughs> Maybe. He's patient zero.
0: I don't know, man. It's like... Uh, I think at this monkeypox thing, it's not
1: new, though, is it? I. Uh, I don't know. I didn't do that much research, to be honest with you. I just saw a story about monkeypox. I went, well, I (laughs) you stopped with monkeypox. Just went. (laughs) That's all I need to know. uh, Anyone, regardless of sexual orientation, can spread monkeypox through contact with body fluids, monkeypox sores, or shared items. See, that's the thing. If you had monkeypox sores, that would be a sign to me that we are no longer, you know, going to be in proximity. You know. Show me, show me your shores first. Well, no. this is the thing. Are they are they going to be anti-poxers now? I don't believe the monkey pugs is real. <laughs> no. Uh,
0: yeah, I you know. Uh, yeah. Wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that be something to choose? You know, get on the other side of COVID, which apparently we are. We are. So the fall is going to be terrible. Uh, only to have something like that.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought, well, just as we've put a little bit of COVID behind us, now we're going to be having to look out for people with pustules and little sores. By the way, I have a great COVID story. It just shows you,
0: and this isn't, isn't against the vaccine or anything. It just shows you what can happen. My buddy, Doug, he gets all the vaccines. He's had four. In fact, he had his fourth before me. Okay. in the fall, he went to South Carolina with us golfing, and we went into a lot of places where people weren't wearing masks. Then in um, he spent February in the Dominican Republic, you know, a third world country, basically survived that. Then uh, when he came home, we went to the Jays, second game of the season, 50,000 people at the Dome, a lot of them not wearing masks, right? Mm -hmm. Doesn't get covid. Then on the weekend, last minute thing, his wife and a bunch of women are going to Ottawa for the Tulip Festival, right? Oh, yeah. So one of the other husbands says to him, hey, do you want to just go with the women? and We'll hang out on the the market there and have a few beers in the bars, watch the Leaf games. So Doug goes, yeah, okay, let's do it. He's got COVID. He got it at the Tulip Festival in Ottawa. Really? Yes. And he was outdoors all the time. He ate to, outdoors at the at the at the restaurants. Mm-hmm. The only time he was he was in a bar watching the Leaf Game, but it was Ottawa, nobody cared, it wasn't that crowded. And that's where he ends up getting the COVID at a tulip festival. Don't you think that's funny? <laughs> well, like, yeah. I, I had a great time with that yesterday.
1: Did you? hmm. Like what were some of the things you were saying? I Jebony. That was the
0: Tulip Festival, and then I ran down all the things he's done over the past few months and not gotten COVID. Oh, poor guy! And he gets it in Canada at a Tulip Festival. I mean, that's the first question: What the fuck were you doing at a Tulip Festival? Uh.
1: <laughs> and it went from there. Mm-hmm. What's that joke? Uh, tulips on my knob or something? <laughs> What's <is> that joke? <laughs> it's yeah. sad. Um, well, oh, I how can would tell you it- like to plant tulips. Now, tulips, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. plant, plant tulips. tulips. Sun went up. Um, <laughs> I talked to somebody the other day that had all the vaccinations, had been boosted. I don't think he had his fourth, but he had three. So two in a booster and has had COVID twice. Yeah.
0: And uh, Doug says it's not bad. He said it feels like a cold. He just it doesn't feel well, but it's not horrible. And, of course, the vaccine has... He's a 66 year old man, and the vaccine has saved him from,
1: you know, a horrible, hospitalization. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. A horrible boat. You Is know, going to go to the sunflower festival. <laughs> 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 That's good, Dan Durant. I Listen, maybe this uh, hmm. this week my stomach's been upset because of the uh, monkeypox. <laughs> maybe. And now the official song of monkeypox 2022. Peter Gabriel, I love this song. You know, Peter Gabriel was just a... I always loved his music. Mm. do you guys have ever heard of him? Yeah. yeah. But Peter doesn't like this song, right? Why would you shock a monkey? Why would you do that to a monkey? Well, not necessarily... I mean, it's not necessarily done electronically. Maybe just sneak up oh, on Oh, I him. think that's... Ah! <laughs> just all these, all these people walking up to sleeping monkeys, going, "Ha!" Ah! Well, even that's cruel. Why would you do that? But it's fun. It's like cow tipping. He doesn't know it. <laughs> It's like cow. Tipping. It's like cow tipping. You know, <laughs> you just walk up to sleeping monkeys and you prod him with a stick. That's funny. Peter doesn't like this song. Yeah, we are against shocking monkeys. <laughs> I'll tell you what. If the uh, monkey pox virus spreads, we're all gonna be singing this song uh just quickly dan sent us an email uh which we can uh then maybe segue into other emails we're going to read today but dan why don't you uh explain uh the email you sent us well i uh decided to do a
3: little uh you know just i don't know why just was inspired i know because we we were talking a while about about ratings for the show and yes. so I, uh, I thought I'd just, you know, check in on, you know, whatever ratings there are out there for podcasts and see where the Humble and Fred show is. Yeah. And uh, and <laughs> we this show makes an appearance in Russia. We're you know, pretty good ratings in Russia, for crying out loud.
1: Yeah, we were. Uh, r- I mean, we're ranked the 108th um, podcast favorite podcast in Russia. For comedy interviews is the category, right, Dan?
3: Yeah. Should we Which means you're, like, you're down uh, 16, so it means that you were closer. You were somewhere in the
1: 90s or something, right? So, well, we're less popular now in Russia than we were, is what you're saying.
3: Yeah.
0: But, you know, you're up in South Korea. Yeah. Yeah. Should we be concerned about the Russia numbers, though? That means we're still getting through to Russia and some of the horrible things. Justified that we've said about that scumbag coward Putin. What if it gets back to him? You mean like for uh, talking <laughs> about war, and talking being, shit, you know, yeah. breaking rules
3: and stuff? Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Saying we want him dead, like a bullet between his eyes, or to get. Last week, I think ha- cancer or uh, Howard went on a rant about him getting the cancer, <laughs> or maybe it was earlier this week. What if he hears this?
1: Mm. Yeah. What if our, this our, was the yeah. thing? Like you know, like that. the the, the the guy that caused how, how World War I was triggered by a, right. a misunderstanding, Ferdinand, whatever. What if we were the cause? And then historically, they, well, Putin was listening to a podcast from Canada. And he just lost his shit.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Something tells me that on on Putin's hit list, his charts, Mm -hmm. the Humble and Fred show is pretty low on that
1: chart. What if it turns out that, because really all you need is like two or three Russian listeners to make it onto that chart. What if one of them is Putin and he just loves the show? (laughs) Yeah. It's like, you know, it's kind of like post... You know, Hitler, they found out all those things in the bunker and his dog and his girlfriend. What if it turns out after we get Putin that uh, on his Spotify favorite list was us and smartless?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they, they never talk
1: about Putin on No, exactly. Okay. Yeah, they're fine. Huh. Yeah. yeah so our rankings were up in uh, we're up in Australia we're up in South Korea down in uh, Canada though for comedy interviews we're only number 50 and we were in the top 200 overall for comedy period in Canada uh, we're just outside of the top 200 or're 225 right now but that still puts us by the way inside the top 200 when it comes to Canadian only we'd oh, still absolutely. be inside the top 20 actually
0: yeah that includes all the American ones that uh, are on the Canadian charts.
1: Mhm. Yes it
0: does. And the ones supported by you know how many how many podcasts does the CBC have?
1: <sighs> like that's uh, a
0: factory, yeah. right? No, CBC has several of them for sure. Yeah. Um and they and they're supported by a huge network. They promote their podcasts on television, much like, you know, Sportsnet, TSN. Yeah, of course.
1: And and listen, there's lots of Canadian podcasts inside those categories. Razamoka, Derringer—they're all in there. Mm -hmm. And and again, like you know, sometimes I think about what would life had been have been like. What would like be? What would life have been like for us if we were sort of doing our show at the edge in the in the time of social media? Like, what kind of numbers we could rack up because we had a very loyal following. And, but we weren't, we weren't around any part of us really at a radio station for social media. The last station we worked at together, you know, big station was The Mix. And then you left in 2005. It was, we were barely doing Facebook then. Well, Facebook didn't,
0: wasn't it? It was 2006 that Facebook was born, right? Yeah, sort of. Mm. Because I remember my, uh, what was the the original one? My place or something? Uh, MySpace. MySpace. Was that it? Yeah. Well, I had one of those first. I mean, that actually predated uh, Facebook. Yeah. How's
1: it doing? <laughs> I
0: don't know. Yeah.
1: I don't even know if it's still around. Did, I had a MySpace page. Did you? But
0: it, but it was cool the way
1: it was a little more. Remember, you could put songs. Yeah, and, it, it was. Yeah. yeah, you curated different. But but I, I had yeah. a I had a MySpace page, and I think you did too. Did you not? Oh yeah, That's no, we did. That's yeah. what I just said. Yeah. Um, uh, There's another thing I wanted to run by Dan before he takes off for a little bit here. I can't remember what it was, so I'll try and remember, Daniel.
2: Oh, I okay, know, what it, Dan, sp- I know what it was. I know what it
1: was. Dan. Dan, I know what it was. What? Uh, how excited were you uh, over the Battle of Alberta hockey game? I know I'm just Yeah. Glad. Fred told me to, that what uh, Well, Cal- Calgary beat Edmonton 9-6. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, did I know I guess you're from Edmonton. I thought you'd be uh, upset. Yeah. I don't think he
0: got the score. It was old-time hockey. 9-6. 9-6. Like, like back in the 70s in the playoffs. Love that shit. The Gretzky teams. Yeah. It was 9-6. Wow. That's great. That I didn't great. watch it. I'm I've soured on hockey. Uh, <laughs>
3: <laughs> Who's going to win this uh, this uh, series then?
0: Oh, oh, I would pick Calgary. Yeah, fine. You know, I'm pretty good. I picked the Leafs to lose to uh, the Lightning. You know.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're you're very. People didn't like that. But <laughs> no. In the
0: end, who was right?
1: Oh, the great prophet. <laughs> Imagine that. And there was still a lot of leaf talk yesterday with the boys on and off the course. There's a lot of... Man, the... A lot of disappointing... A lot of guys, again, in your age category that have been fans for a really long time. Some guys came up to me. They heard us talking about the Leafs on Monday. In fact, I read one of... My friend Mark Gratoli is the guy that sort of gave his analysis about, you know, no scoring from the third and fourth line. And he walked up and mentioned that he'd heard us talking about it. And, yeah, it's funny. It's too bad the team does never delivers because there's so much support here in this city it's sad actually
0: well i thought that the other day i when i tuned in for a couple of minutes of the florida tampa bay game <laughs> two cities in florida enjoying experiencing what toronto canada is desperate for mm-hmm. and you know like Camp, or I'm sorry, Florida, where they play in Sunrise, which is close to Fort Lauderdale. Most of that crowd, right? Like, that's that's their fan base. It doesn't go much beyond the 20,000 people that are in the rink. Mm -hmm. Like, if you walked around Sunrise and asked them about the Stanley Cup playoffs, most of them would have no idea what you're talking about. And yet they get to experience that, enjoy that. They've moved ahead of the Leafs in their program. It's it's just frustrating. Because I, I thought, you know, if they'd have beaten Tampa Bay and maybe got into a long run, the Leafs, what that would do in this market. Can mm-hmm. you imagine? No, like, I maybe Leaf square and the flags on the cars and the bars and the restaurants.
1: But nope, not here. We're not allowed. Well, that's one of the things I said to a couple guys I was mm-hmm. talking about before the round. I said, you know... I said it's funny. I'm I'm really not a Leaf fan, but I was really looking forward to like hanging out for the next few weeks watching this team play. Yeah, and and that's me. And I don't have much skin in the game, as they like to say. Uh, Dan Duran's news is uh, coming up uh, toward the end of this program. Uh, He'll come back. Toronto, Michael, check in as always. Well, why don't we uh, take a second here as we uh, get started and acknowledge some very fine, fine folks? I pressed my uh, compressor button. Yeah, uh, you sound great. Okay. Why did you? Do you not like the way it sounds? No, I don't. To me, I
0: you know I just speak. I don't really. In your own head, it's hard to distinguish exactly how you sound.
1: All I'll tell you is I have your volume up higher than I normally do. Now, I don't know if it's your new microphone, but... Maybe my new board. Could be your new board. All I'll tell you is I'm riding the level higher than I normally do. And And, uh, um, after a couple days of this, I'm going to have a listen to it. It'll be fine. Here's what I know. Once we finish the show and I do the production on it, it always sounds fine. Mm. It's just me. I like to hear you at a certain level. Mm -hmm.
0: All right. uh, I'm going to tell you about the Chamber's Plan. Canada's uh, number one plan for small business. A benefits plan, you know. Group benefits. If you have a company, say, one to 100 employees you can get a free quote today go to chamberplan.ca it is all there a group insurance and employee benefits enjoyed by 30,000 Canadian businesses they've been around for 40 years this is solid as a rock very simple to sign up it's stable obviously 40 years come on that's that's stability for you and it's a smart thing to do for your employees I mean really like psychologically you have a small company and then you know, tell them that they now have a benefits package and it is affordable. Take the time today. Go to chamberplan.ca. There's a badge right there. It says get a free quote. You put in your parameters, and then you come up with how much it's going to cost you. And there's a history there of premiums, so it's not something you get into and then it explodes premium wise. That's just not the history of this program. So do it today. Chambers of Commerce Group Insurance Plan. Find them at
1: chamberplan.ca. <laughs> I I was going to try and do a little segue there But it was <laughs> just uh, I couldn't figure out a way to stop the one song While you were doing the thing It doesn't matter, it's made me laugh night, angel, Oh, here's a little lullaby I love this song, by the way This is Billy Joel and
2: save these questions for day. Let's
1: talk about the quality of I your sleep I,
2: know what you
1: I gotta be honest with you Not a great sleep last night I gotta get me some Hush Hush is the You know, fact is The reality is Lots of people Experience struggle With sleeping And Hush is here to uh, Help you do it An industry leading sleep brand Carrying a wide range Of sleep essentials For every sleeper Whether you're a hot sleeper Or a cold one Hush has what you need To get the job done They carry the best-selling weighted blankets, you've heard of those, and mattresses. If you're not 100% sold on the product you get from Hush, they give you a 100-night guarantee on all their products. Try it for 100 nights and return it with no hassle whatsoever. That should tell you something about this company. They stand behind what they sell. If you're not happy, send it back. If you're looking to upgrade your sleep, head over to hushblankets.com. Do it for us. Do it for yourself. Put in the promo code H-U-M-B-L-E for 10% off at hushblankets.com. H-U-M-B-L-E. And go back to sleep with Hush.
2: And deep inside this ancient heart, you'll always be a part.
1: Yeah, this is one of those songs that uh, I really didn't know this song when it first came out But I remember once I heard it I've always liked this Do you know this song at all? Is it familiar to you? Absolutely I love all the Billy Joel
0: uh, ballads Yeah, I don't like his poppy stuff Like when it got too poppy
1: But I love this stuff yeah, like we didn't start to fire and that stuff. I sort of yeah. never really. No, but this stuff is uh, it's sweet, man. Night, All right, let's get our energy uh, back, everyone, because you know it's uh, Thursdays, and that means Humble and Fred will turn our attention to the fine human beings that Hi support guys. this program. Hi guys! Hi guys! Hi guys! Emails.
0: Howard, I noticed the first one you sent me was about Corona, the beer.
1: Okay. Uh, let me see. Yes, That's
0: sir. Yep. But anyway, at 638, we got something in from Brent Atkinson. Maybe I should read it. It's about beer as well, and he makes a good point. Uh, did it come to uh, Humble and Fred at Yes, it did. Okay, I don't, I don't see it. Well, take it. Do it well he says hi guys listening to the show recently i've heard your conversations about inflation and the challenges of purchasing an affordable good quality beer i've always been one to reach for a local craft beer but my best friend has recently influenced my beer purchasing habits compare prices of german beer to any craft beer and i can pretty much guarantee that the import will be a lot cheaper and that is true i know that because i like those pilsners i've uh I'd still prefer to support the local craft brewery, but at home I'll reach for a Jeever, which is a delicious German beer. I bought that over the winter. The only problem with Jeevers in this uh, British beer, or, or I'm sorry, the German beer, is that uh, high in calories, high in carbs. It's not your, it's not diet beer. Let's put it that way. Sure, uh, Koenig and uh, Raderberger or other beers. Last night at the barbecue, I had a. Um, a German beer as well. And it was called a Bavaria. Mm-hmm. And they have a distinct flavor. It's good. I mean, you don't want a whole bunch of them. But if you really want to enjoy a beer, these German beers are good. And they are. It's remarkably cheaper than than
1: Ontario craft beer. Let me just pop in. First of all, I did see Brent's email, and I've included it. It's way down in the, in the list. It's oh, okay. okay. But I want to tell you that. I'm going to come up this summer. I was talking to Dan. I'm going to stay mm-hmm. for a few days and I'm going to bring you this beer that I drank last night. Now, I know Darren's told you about it, but I, right. I, if you're, what made me think of it is if you like that vibe, that whatever, what were you drinking last night? It was called Bavaria. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I had one of them. I, can't, I, I don't normally have more than one because it's a tall boy. It comes in, actually, it's not a tall boy can, it's a big beer. It's like one of those German bottles. And it's the one I've mentioned to you before. I'm going to bring it up called Erdinger. And I'll tell you, okay. it is all the beer you'd want. It's, again, I don't know, the, I don't have the perspective you guys do because I don't, you know, I don't know what it tastes like with alcohol. But man, it's a good beer. And it's f- sort of filling. You're right. It's not a diet beer. And, and for a non alcoholic beer, it's 130 calories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But sometimes, again, when you're in the mood,
0: a certain situation and it was cool last night I wouldn't have a heavy beer yeah I know what you mean like like last week when it was 29 degrees but standing out there and I just happen to have one in the fridge because the odd time I'll go over to Sobeys and I'll just get a selection of beers I haven't heard before if I see a guy reaching for one I'll say I'll ask them right Mm -hmm. there at the and um, that's how I found this beer called Jeever. And it's probably the cheapest one in the cooler. And that, honestly, that's not why I bought it. It was just German and different. And the guy said, you should try this. And it was delicious. And I gave one to neighbor John. He liked that. I think Darren's tried it. It really is a good beer. And to give you an example, the average Canadian craft beer, tall boy, you're looking $3.30, $3.35. Like a Jeever would be like $2.25, two twenty dollars 2 $2.30.
1: Well, Why is that, you think? I don't know. I don't know. Um, uh, just finished his sentence there from Brent, because he says, "I st- pick it up where he says, uh, I'll still drink the local IPAs, because I think that's interesting what he says there. Uh, <clears throat> yes, he says,
0: uh, I'll still drink the local IPAs and sours this summer when I actually get out to visit the breweries. In the meantime, I figure I'm saving money for gas to have the privilege to drive to a rural destination
1: and appreciate a craft beer. Cheers very nice thank you Brent Uh, I'm going right back up to the top of this list now Uh, I'll do a couple here really quickly Um, I'm sorry I cut that thing off about Jeff and Julie moved to France that was from last week All right. Uh, this is from Bill Chaput I believe that's how you say it he says hi guys just a heads up my daughter happened to read the label on Corona 0.0 I mentioned that I had my first one I like them. You know, they're pretty refreshing. Yeah. No, I had one delicious. It is. A, it's a, that, that's a good sort of summertime, hot weather, cool beer kind of vibe. It's kind of thin, which is nice. And with a lime in it? Yeah. I couldn't tell the difference. Really? Mm-mm. Good.
0: I couldn't I, tell like, the difference between that, that and a regular Corona.
1: Well, I'm glad to hear that. I'm not not that I think I'm missing out on the alcohol, but I just was curious about the flavor. She'll uh Bill goes on to say, uh, my daughter read the label. They only recommend two a day. One bottle contains 30% of your recommended intake of vitamin D. Not that you would want more than about two, which is right." But you should be aware We stopped drinking just over a year ago Enjoy the sober He's saying, oh I see He's saying we stopped drinking just over a year ago Good for you Bill Pardon me, and then he says Enjoy the sober carpenter too Which we recommend on this program Thank you for that And thank you Bill Shaput Fred
0: Hi guys. Why would they only recommend two a day? That I don't understand uh, Because of vitamin vitamin D
1: Because, Because it's got something to do with the vitamin D in it well, you can OD and vitamin D. I have no idea, friend. You know, that's, I didn't tell, I missed that part of the uh, curriculum in pharmacology.
0: Adam uh, Barabazi, or, yes, I, 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 this is just an indication of how our listeners to this podcast are, you know, they're there for us whenever we may need them. You talked about an HVAC contact the other day, and he came through with one. He said, hey, Howard, and he, la- he left the link. Uh, they're based in Mississauga. Used them last year for a lot of work in my condo uh, for a new, a new install, and he recommended them worth a try. So that's just a nice gesture by a nice fellow.
1: Yeah, very much appreciated. And well, speaking of a nice fellow, why don't you just continue on with uh, the next email from our very good friend, uh, Brother Bill, uh, Neil Morrison. Uh.
0: He says, hi, guys. Freddie mentioned commercials were working as a PD in Peterborough. Who knew? <laughs> and using a guy, and using a guy, uh, you couldn't understand because of his accent. For some reason, it brought me back to our Edge days in the nineties and a commercial we ran for the nightclub Whiskey Saigon. Uh, music director Neil Mann could not properly pronounce the name of the club, and either Jim McCordy or Robbie Johnson ended up using his outtakes as the commercial. Whiskey uh, Saigon, uh, Whiskey Sagots. <laughs> Sky gone uh, Just more brilliance From the greatest staff ever Isn't that a sweet thing to say uh, Brother Bill P.S. Uh, what do you get when you cross
1: Oh am I allowed to say this um, But he sort of <laughs> By the way Just before you read that Right He's left out a word Okay So can I do it Because I know the yes. I, So he, said the, uh, he says P.S. What do you get when you cross A Jehovah's Witness With a Hell's Angel Someone who comes to your doors, someone who comes to your doors and tells you to fuck off. Oh, okay. Tells you to fuck off. Right.
0: Okay. All right. That's good. You said it. But see, you can say that because you're
1: Jewish. Yeah, and that's right. And uh, (laughs) Jews are just like Jehovah's Witnesses.
0: Anglo-Saxons like me, we can't do that.
1: Come on, Anglo. Mm -hmm. Anglo-Saxon, you Terrible man How dare you Um, okay I'm gonna play some of this Uh, because Why not Judy Hill Sent us a note and she says When I heard Stu Jeffries do this All I could think of was you Fred and all of us Leaf fans, I love the fact that she included me In that I thought that was very sweet. All of a sudden, I'm a Leaf fan. Uh-huh. So our friend Stu Jeffries did this bit, and it's kind of a take on uh, a thing from years ago called "I Am Canadian," and yeah, we did a parody of that. Uh, Pete Cugno did a ridiculously great parody of that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But here's a little bit of Stu, and I play this because you know it's a Leaf fan thing. Did you listen to it, by the way? Uh, Not all of it, some of it. All right, well, we'll just play a little bit of it. Here's, you know, again, he's doing regular radio, so this is kind of like a regular radio bit. And, uh, you know, why not? Have a listen.
2: Hold on. Uh, Hi, Uh, my name is Stu, and I'm a leaf. Oh, it's not playing. Fan? I believe that a 55-year rebuild is perfectly fine, and the only dynasty I can speak of is that one with Joan Collins. I believe wearing a Habs jersey is a crime against humanity. I have several jerseys with Salming on the. Um, I can't explain why this keeps hats stopping. I Multiple logos, and a custom-fitted paper bag. I think that Daryl Settlers a national treasure. Lanny McDonald's mustache should be a heritage site, has its own postal code, and may or may not be hiding a first-round draft pick. And I believe Eddie Shaq cleared the track to give our playoff chances somewhere to lie down on.
1: (laughs) Anyway, Stu goes on to do, you know, I'm uh, a Lee fan and uh, uh, that that type of thing. So uh, Judy sent us to that. We wish Judy well. And uh, we wish Stu Jeffries well. Why wouldn't we?
0: Yes, he's doing a great
1: job over there at your Boom 99.9 or whatever it is. 97.3. All right. Little did I realize in uh, April or May of 2011, when I got fired from there, I shouldn't say little did I realize, I wonder if, because Stu got hired after I got fired, and I Mm -hmm. took his job at 97.3 after he got fired. Right. And he's been there ever since, just doing morning radio and you know good for him mm-hmm. what are yeah. you looking up there fella
0: well i was gonna send you another uh, leaf fan thing that i received it's, okay a bit of it it's funny it's funny
1: you like funny don't you okay i can, you like I, can. <laughs> I can enjoy funny yeah i think
0: so i think you can
1: i can okay. enjoy it uh do you want to do the next email or should i do it while you're yes do that okay Stand by. Stand by, people. Hi, guys. Uh, This is, again, just to acknowledge Brian Reichert sent us a note. And I won't go. uh, It's basically a link to uh, an organization that is against hatred. And we are as well. Humble and Fred are anti-hate. And it's a website, anti-hate.ca. And he says, it seems legit. However, I've only been to the website. Cheers. Brian Reichert of Georgetown. And uh, a couple things there. Thank you, Brian. Uh, I like that on Thursdays we get to acknowledge some of the people that listen to us, and we appreciate your participation. I went to the website. I guess it looks legit. I don't know. Maybe we have them on uh, to interview and see what we can do to stop hatred.
0: If everyone hates hate, why is there so much hate? Even people who hate will claim that they don't hate. Isn't it a weird phenomenon? Because even those people you know deep down in their heart, and we know some and we've seen some, they hate. But if you ask them, they'd say I don't
1: hate. Well what if you ask them. Hate. Huh? Yeah, I think though, if you ask them, do they say I love hate? I'm for hate. Or say all they have to say is, Yeah, I hate. <laughs> I don't hate to hate. <laughs> I hate not to hate. <laughs> I never miss a day of hating. Uh, what did you send me here? I've got it now. It's uh, this, this. That's it's pretty funny, buddy. It's I sent wo- this to you yesterday. Oh, you said that? Well, because I—that's oh, what I sent you. Oh, okay. Remember the, during the show, I said, "Oh, I want you to see this," and and I—it's it, the well. Let's play it. I loved it. Mm-hmm.
0: It's a guy. It's a woman that uh, that uh, uh, you know videoed her husband while he's watching the Leaf game.
1: Yeah, it's brilliant. Way. Okay, mm-hmm. well, yeah, that, that I look on your phone. I think it was me okay, that sent, well, it sent it to you. Well, I got somebody else sent to me All a couple right. of days ago. I didn't. All right, have a listen here.
2: This. Oh! And he fucking hurt Jack! But we need a fucking goal on the power play! They'll go down in history is the fucking team that couldn't win a game fucking seven. You motherfuckers do this again to us. Fucking cum One minute! Fucking let's go!
1: And at the end of the game. I'm going to tell you, he, he, there's a moment there just before the video ends. He's quite emotional. I felt bad that, for the guy. That's very, very genuine. Oh, that. no, all of it. It was great. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And at one point, he opens, uh, you know, if you can't see it, when he screams motherfucker, that was when they went up 2-1. Yeah. But then at one point, he goes over and he opens a window, and his wife says, why are you opening the window?
1: Because <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> like, I, I can identify with that. I know. Well, that's why She's I sent it much. to you. <laughs> I, I said it to you because he's saying all the things. I imagine you saying at one point, he goes, "This will be, this will go down in history as the team that couldn't win." <laughs> Which
0: is true. Yeah, Which is fucking true. funny. Like, even I'm on the phone with my buddy Doug yesterday, so we're about 20 minutes right. He's like me; he's just lived and died with this team. Mm-hmm. It was a 20 minute rant of just the frustration. You know, again, what could have been? A bounce here or there, what could have been? Yep. But in the end, it's not.
1: Oh, I know, I know. Um. Ready for the next? Uh, stand by, please, sir. We may have to pause uh, the emails for some uh, commercial intervention here in a second. So let's do one more. Hi guys. Oh, sorry. Here we go. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Yeah, pick it up, my brother. Do
0: it. This is Lisa Ann Frazoni, who's been... She lives in the States, I think New York City. Yeah, she lives uh, in New York. Great fan, great supporter of the show. She says, Hi, guys. I couldn't help myself, but I burst out laughing at the beginning of Monday's show. It seems Howard and I suffered from the same stomach bug over the weekend. Monkeypox. <laughs> right. With all the fart and poop jokes, as well as all the bodily function talk over the years, I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. Women's periods may sync up, but hundy peas apparently sync up in other ways, wherever they are. That's loyalty. Uh, loyalty Still loving you, Lisa Frazzone.
1: Well, we can tell you, Lisa and that we love you. And uh, we really appreciate your support, as Fred said. And Lisa's been uh, part of our uh, universe for some time, and uh, I hope your uh, stomach's feeling better. Mine has just been off. Like I feel fine. I don't like. I don't feel sick. I have felt pretty good all week, actually, but I just haven't had the same. You know, it's just been a bit upset and a bit, and it's weird. Not like the stomach troubles I had earlier. Just uh, weird, you know. Uh, anyway loose very loose eh? <laughs> no i didn't say that
0: yes you did
1: well, i just a bit upset did yeah, i say it was loose? Been loose okay Down there i've been well, loose i was trying to keep it cl- i was trying to keep it classy for a second oh, Right. You know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hi guys <laughs> wait hi guys. why don't we uh guys. take a second here and uh we can tell you about these fine folks that have been supporting us frederick well, it all, you know, as a Leaf fan, this pains me, but I'll tell you, uh,
0: you know, the NHL standing up playoffs continue tonight. Uh, the Florida Panthers minus 165 over the Lightning, even though the Panthers lose the first game by like three goals. They are the favorite tonight. Minus 165 over Tampa Bay, over under 6.5. The Colorado Avalanche minus 240 oh, over the St. Louis Blues, but I don't think too many people expect St. Louis to farewell. In that uh, matchup, uh, again, these are the odds from bodog All right, Bowdog. Whether you're a sports bet or a horse racing fan, a poker or a casino player, Bowdog your number one source of online gambling entertainment. From uh, their industry leading odds, world class sportsbook and feature rich poker room uh, to their fully loaded casino and race book, they've been providing Canadian players with an unparalleled gaming experience. Since 1994, that's Uh,
1: Bodog. I was going to pop in and tell you for if you go to Bodog, you can also. uh, wow, it's already started, but Bodog's got odds on the PGA Championship. Uh, Check it out. Tiger is uh, already on the course playing with uh, this because we're recording it. You know, 830 in the morning. It's Tiger Spieth. And I think McElroy are out together. Uh, The Gig Sky guest of the day is our listeners. And if our listeners are thinking about traveling again, at least now that's an option. You know, monkey pox be damned. But you deserve peace of mind when you travel, so surf like a local with the tap of a button. GigSky offers a 100% data plan. WhatsApp, FaceTime, Maps, Uber, Instagram, it's all there. FaceTime, I'm sorry, uh, GigSky's got you covered. And... One of the things that's intriguing to me, and I hope it is to you, is the GigSky Travel Rewards program, offering up to 50% cashback on over 850,000 hotels globally, rental cars, all that stuff. You can even uh, book your amusement you know, adventures and theme parks and such through GigSky and your account. Download the app today, GigSky.com. Enter the promo code HF2022.
0: I've
2: got a beer!
1: Yes,
0: brother. Um, just looking at the Bodog list here for the uh, PGA Championship. Scotty Scheffler, plus 1,200. Yeah. John Rom plus 14. Rory, plus 14. Jordan Speeds plus sixteen hundred. Just give it, uh, that's the top of the... What about
1: Tiger's? Has Tiger got any odds uh, on him? Uh, he's down here somewhere, Howard. I would have to search for him. I imagine he's a long shot. Yeah, very long shot. I, I don't even know... I sort of watched a little bit of some of the pregame stuff this week. I don't think Tiger is, uh, I mean, if he makes a cut, it'll be great. But, you know, leg injury aside, Tiger's a 46-year-old athlete. And, you know, he may get a, a maybe another win. He needs one more win to be the all-time win leader on the PGA Tour in history. And I think he will do that, but I don't think he's going to win a major. Even though, last year, a 50-year-old Phil Mickelson, who has gone missing. Right. He won last year. He's not defending his championship, Fred. Unprecedented. Yes. All right, moving on here.
2: Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hi guys. Uh,
1: this comes from... Um, I, I love this uh, subject line. My proudest H&F moment. And this is from Kristen Consoli, I believe is how you pronounce it. She says... Uh, This was from a year or two ago. You guys were in the middle of a bit with Amanda Barker. Everyone was laughing. And at that moment, somebody called in. Humble went to the phones. So this would have been when we still were taking calls. I couldn't tell you when that was. The caller was upset and choked up and said he just wanted to say thank you for always making him smile and laugh. And that he was on his way to work and was pretty sure he was getting fired today. He said he was listening to try and cheer himself up. The poor guy could barely get his words out. He was so upset. All three of you instantly dropped the bit, thanked him, comforted him, and gave him whatever support and encouragement encouragement you could. I remember Barker saying something like, the only way to get past it is to go through it, you'll be okay. I went from laughing to crying to saying out loud, fuck yeah, I love these guys. You even encouraged him to call back tomorrow and let you know how it went and see how he was doing. So classy. I was so fucking proud of you guys, the way you reacted and supported this poor guy. It was one of those, this is why I love this show moments. I was so proud to be a Hundy P in that moment. What you guys do is so valuable to so many people. Never forget that. Thanks for reading. Love you, turkeys. Chris in Burlington. Let's just let that sit for a second. How about that? Very sweet. Very sweet. I'm getting choked up just reading that. Oh, I'm embarrassed by it. Why are you embarrassed?
0: Well, just, you know. When, you know, people actually say nice things about us on the show. It gets a bit bit bashful, don't you think?
1: Yeah, it's horribly embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) You know. Yeah, You and I shy away from stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah, we're so shy about <laughs> praise and encouragement. Well, no, because it doesn't align with our, you know, jokey worldview that we're horribly pathetic and no one likes us. Hey. Or is that just me?
0: She didn't mention it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she no, didn't mention what? That's nice. No, you. you're going to say she didn't mention what? A fart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, she said a couple things there that really, oh, I know, yeah, got my feelings. she said, "I was so proud of you guys." Mm-hmm. I was so pr- when she said, "I was so proud to be a Hundy P." Seriously, that's a very, <clears throat> it's very, uh, very sweet, mm-hmm. very uh, touching. It is very touching. Should yeah.
0: I read another uh, touching one now?
1: Hang on a second. I don't have my touching sound effects okay. here. Do you have another touching one? yeah i'm just going down a couple because I yeah yeah you know what skip the hey toronto God. hockey fans one is too long mm-hmm. yeah. other than to say steven lewis thanks for sending us that thing about the leafs very interesting thanks and uh all that okay uh this is our friend michael McCulf.
0: yeah buffalo boy he lives in buffalo new york man how long has he been a listener years decades sweet guy buffalo uh buffalo boy here. Hey Fred, no worries about the Leafs. They have the Sabers to play golf with. They'll uh, be back. Uh, they'll be back in the first round next year. Yeah, of course. But will there be a second round for the Leafs? He's hoping the Sabers will make the first round. We'll see. That's a pretty sad hockey team. I just want to shout out and let you guys know that the show is as great as ever, and it provides some much-needed comedy relief. Uh, to the nut jobbery of being in the United States. Love you guys. Buffalo Boy Mike.
1: Yeah, totally. Very, very sweet. Super supporter. Same with, uh, I got a text message or an Instagram direct message, whatever they call these, uh, from our friend Keith Weiland, who uh, for a long time has been provided, and, and still to this day provides some great musical suggestions mm-hmm. for me and you. Uh, he says I'm laid up sick as I've ever been with COVID and I'm three times vaxxed uh, actually it's funny because I, I was thinking of Keith when I mentioned another friend of mine that as I said earlier got the COVID with the uh, vaccine he said just catching up on the show I wanted you to say he said so I'm sorry he says I'm laid up sick catching up on the show period just wanted to say you guys are the best never stop and that's very very nice you know it's, uh, it's embarrassing how nice people are with us. Which That's something we should work on. We're just so bashful. Yeah, yeah, and we are. And we're very shy mm-hmm. when it comes to us, people telling us. So just be careful. When you tell us how much you like us, it's very bashful and shy for us. Yeah, yeah. I don't have an email to share with you about this, but I had a conversation with somebody that I met through my golf podcast, Swing Thoughts, which is produced by Humble and Fred Radio, or HumbleandFred.com. We don't we don't do radio anymore. And I've got to know him. He he invited me to play golf a couple weeks ago and he was a stern listener. He's from New Brunswick. And I uh, started listening to us. And I was I sort of shared this with Dan last night, but I wanted to share it with you as because I knew we were gonna do emails. And you know it's funny, this will when I when I describe how he described our show, I I know what you're going to think of because it was part of the sort of tagline or our marketing campaign for a radio station that both of us really wanted to have it work. He said, I was listening to you guys, he said, You know what, when I listen to you and Dan and Fred, I feel like I'm listening to three guys sitting at a bar. And I'm the fourth guy at the bar with you, except I don't get to speak. (laughs) I, I thought, what a... I told him, I said, that's a great compliment for radio people to hear, because really it describes, you know, kind of the ultimate that you'd like a listener to feel, which is you're just kind of eavesdropping on a conversation between some friends that you feel part of, but you're not really, you're not participating in other than you get to hear it. But my friend Grant McDougall is, uh, is that person. And uh, I just thought, you know, cause you know what it reminded me of is the, uh, the mojo, mojo stuff. Yeah. The whole Mojo thing. Yeah. Which
0: was true. Mojo, a great idea that was uh, destroyed before our eyes. Sad. And, and all, can you imagine too, same Mojo had survived how it would have had to evolve over the past several years oh yeah oh yeah um you know even did you see that mike myers
1: i sent you that mike myers thing i haven't seen it yet bud because uh i was out yesterday
0: anyway it's mike myers talking about comedy and how he develops characters darren actually sent it to me and i loved it was just fantastic. And I send it to my kids and Melanie sends me an email back saying, you know, I can only hope that one day someone will love me as much as you love Mike Myers. <laughs> 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 That's what my daughter said to me. But it's great. But he touches on, you know, a, a little bit about nowadays taking a joke for it. And like, you know, it's just a joke. And he also talks about silly, how significant silly is yes. in, his, in his comedy. And that really hit me too because you know, it's so true. There's nothing wrong with silly. It's oh, that's just silly. Oh, he's just silly. You yeah. know, you know, a lot of good genuine comedy comes
1: from silly. It it does. Anyway, if had, it's a promo thing for Pentaveris. Uh, I'm gonna. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm I'm just quickly keep talking because I'm gonna be able to get it for us here in a second. As well, I just... it's
0: quite lengthy, but oh,
1: okay. Well, know. we don't have to play it today
0: maybe we could just put it up on the Facebook page so people can watch it at their leisure. Uh, all it's right. It's just so, just so good what he talks about and how he's developed characters and just being out and about when he was younger. And he just hear somebody say one line and then that became a character.
1: And uh, just, well, he's just brilliant. Um, but but before we leave the Grant thing, though, I mean, that mm-hmm. him describing our show that way, Yes. As I said, you know, from from the days of being a DJ introducing songs to you and I doing a music-based program to you and I doing a talk show. You know, that that description of just li- listening to people have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Again, that's why Mojo was going to be so good because that's what it was. It wasn't a talk station like News Talk 1010 or whatever they call 680 these days. It was a different kind of talk, and that's why it it seems so out of step with the market. Ironically, now, that's what all this is. All podcasting is what Mojo kind of was going to be, which was a a niche radio station. Talk radio for guys, God forbid. But it was a niche station and content all about that, which is basically any podcast you listen to is that. It's people talking about a niche idea, and you just happen to, you know, that's the thing you choose.
0: And part of the problem of being ahead of its time, I mean, and the evolution, can you imagine... Because that 95.3 FM signal they have out in Hamilton, Chorus has, it's just been a dog. It still is a dog. Yeah. Nothing goes on with that. How oh, maybe through the evolution of Mojo, maybe it could have moved to FM because signal at 640 was a problem in the city and people couldn't get it in condos, and which isn't the best thing. Or now, can you imagine if Mojo was available through anybody's smart speaker? Yeah. You know, like, no, I know. The access we would have had in that style of radio and that sort of cutting-edge idea. I mean, that's 20 years ago now.
1: Uh, is it... You 20? know that, right? That's 20 years ago. No, I do. I, I'm aware of it. Uh, and I as far as the idea of being silly, like, I've always loved that, which is why, you know, you and I have a... We share a lot of different types of sense of humor. I mean, your your sense of humor is different than mine at times, obviously, and mine's different than yours. I have a more structured... Like, I see... I see jokes in a different way, but we both have a commonality of we don't mind being silly, which mm-hmm. is why, you know, the fart, poopy, whatever, you know, it's, yeah. we just always found that stuff funny together. You know, the, the way we started the show today with, you know, abracadabra and all that's just nonsense. Like, and, I don't, you know, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I don't do that type of humor so much in my act, mm-hmm. but all the years we've worked together, I've always loved that part of our show where we can just be Im- image <laughs> immature, but it's also why our kids found it's the things I'll tell you. It's the stuff I did with my kids is mm-hmm. the stuff that we do that we find funny together. Oh, same here. And I do with my grandkids now, of
0: course, you know, and it's such a delicate balance too, because our type of humor and bringing silly into it, Back in the radio days, when I say a delicate balance, because if you have a style of humor and then all of a sudden the guy in charge is a cheese ball, really doesn't know what funny is. And now he's in charge. you And, And we were in that situation at Mojo with the general manager. We were like, you know, he was a cheese ball and what he thought was funny wasn't humble and friend, which can create problems and issues as it somewhat ultimately did. Um, why he wasn't in a big hurry to re-sign us
1: <laughs> well and why we weren't able created in a, that wait, shit to throw, but it's yeah but to be fair it's why we weren't in a mood to re-sign with them mhm no exactly if we'd been working for someone mm-hmm. that got us we would have ne- we would have we wouldn't have cared if the contract got signed or not we would just been having fun and let's keep going mhm we only started to look around because the guy was we just didn't want to work for him
0: right and 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 to push the clock ahead 10, 11 years, he becomes my general manager in Peterborough. And he would stand at my office door and suggest things that the morning man should be doing. T.J. Connors. And it was like, not only do I think that idea sucks, I'm not even going to present that to T.J. I don't even want that in his mind for this type of radio station. Um, but it's like any other job, right? Yep. You have to deal with different attitudes and thoughts and uh, presentations and senses of humor and Anyway, the po- the overall point I'm making, here we are 11 years into this. And again, here it is. You know, we're blowing smoke up our own asses. 11 years into this as a podcast and doing it our way. And pound for pound, arguably the most successful commercial
1: podcast in the country. Independent. Oh, no. <laughs> we, we can right? never. Yes, we are the most successful independent, non-commercial. No, for sure. And of course, well, we're sh- we commercial. I know, really? I just, but yeah. we're shy. We're shy about telling people about ourselves. <laughs> um, here's a little bit of Mike Myers talking about. And by the way, I know you're not watching a lot of television, mm-hmm. but I, I, I hope this has picked your interest. Mm-hmm. Uh, along with our conversation with Bill Brio yesterday, that guy, Glenn Chalmers, or what was his name? The the character that Glenn Cochran, m- Glenn Cochran the character. Main, he's the main character in mm-hmm. this Right. This series, uh, played by Mike Myers along with seven other characters
2: I had a stage manager in England when I lived in England Who would say, uh, Mr. Myers, you're on in ten minutes And I said, I'm always on And he went, oh behave And I was like, that's a character there Hello, I'm Mike Myers from the Pentabrit And I'm going to talk about everything that goes into creating a character When I'm crafting a character, what usually starts first is a word. With the character of Linda Richman, it's when I came to New York and I heard somebody said, "coffee," And I was like, K-A-U-P-H-Y? With Scotland, it was somebody who said to me, get off the flare, get off the floor. One of the things I learned from both Jacques Tati and Peter Sellers is that once I get an image of it, the next thing is, how does he walk? Because I think it was Jacques Tati that said, comedy resides in the legs. Then I remember Martin Short saying that the outside tricks the inside. So he would often not have a character until he was in makeup. And I didn't have a character for Mishu in the Pentabra until I put on the makeup and then I had a character. I just somehow thought a character would emerge. And uh, thankfully, I think I was right. I'm not sure, I hope so.
3: Hell no! I will not do that.
2: You must fuck us very hard.
3: He's saying focus. <laughs> He's Russian?
2: Yeah, I'll fuck as well. It really is a situation Anyway, where I, I, makeup artist
1: Honestly, you're going to love this as thing. The pentavirate is what Mike Myers is talking about, and it's again, it may not be for everybody, but if you're a fan of his work you're going to love this thing. Comedy is in the
0: lakes. That's me. I know. Yeah, I've never heard that before. No, but it's so true. And then I, I had images of like of Dick Van Dyke and uh, yeah. and Ed Grimley. Like he talked about Mar- Martin Short. Remember, yeah. like, there's, yeah. there's something to that.
1: I'll tell you. Yeah, it's it's a different style of comedy. It's that it's <laughs> that you know. And again, I know that neither of us are huge Kids in the Hall fans, but that's their thing. They're very much in the Mike Myers tradition. Mm-hmm. You know, they're a little bit bizarrer, but that's... They're very character-driven. So is SCTV, actually, for that matter. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I just... Uh, I happened upon something about John Candy yesterday, and I was reading uh, his kids had done some... It's a few years ago now, about their dad. And, again... Just like his character development, how he would do them at home for the kids, and then they'd end up on the screen. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and again, I get the same feel through John Candy, like Mike Myers. Just, I don't know, down to earth, genuine,
1: funny Canadian guys. Yeah. Uh, well, look at Jim Carrey. I, I mean, Jim Carrey's one of the few. People that can do both the stand-up sort of even though it was non-traditional, it was very much in the stand-up genre, and then do all these characters. But it goes back to Jim Carrey when he began, was an impressionist. Oh yeah. I saw Jim like I was I think I've told you the story. I was working at Punchlines in Vancouver, this is like 1980, 81, and Jim mm-hmm. Carrey came in to do a set because he was in town to do the mm-hmm. I'm gonna say Alan Fick show by then and i i was just we were all mesmerized by him because not only was it it was funny in a way i'd never sort of seen up close before but i'd never seen anyone up close do that kind of uh characters you know and and he he sort of went oh i could do he could have done that forever and he sort of pushed it aside so he could be a regular stand-up and then of course he goes back to doing characters as a movie star
0: you know that story about john candy maybe you know this you've heard this but his favorite role ever i don't know the story that guy he played in jfk was actually oh yeah yes he stressed out over more over that rehearsed that to get his kids are talking about the way he was trying to get the accent down remember that sort of yeah sandy, yeah yeah the accent yeah and how obsessed he was with that role because it was Oliver Stone and it was a drama and it was on and on and on. But how much he embraced that role. And that made me think of Jim Carrey, too, because Jim Carrey, I remember uh, a couple of those roles, serious roles he had where there was talk of maybe an Academy Award mm-hmm. and how much that would have meant to him. And he's even said that.
1: One, what I'll tell mean, you, my again. favorite Jim Carrey movie is a serious one. I can't. I'm, I'm so old now. Is the, the blind one, one? No. What's that? Oh, oh, the Truman Show. The Truman Show. Right. Yeah. What, what was one you said? The blind
0: one. The the something about a curious mind or something. Oh, well, yeah. No, that was horrible.
1: Yeah. No, I hated that one actually. The uh, unbearable lightness of the curious something right. or other. Right. 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 Um. But yeah, the Truman Show. I, and I'm not surprised. Listen there. There's a lot of comedians, Robin Williams, Jim Carrey, John Candy, Mike Myers, a lot of funny people uh, have no trouble being serious because it's a different if you can Uh if you've made somebody laugh, that's a different emotional trigger than just playing it straight or maybe going after a more emotional thing but he's so good in the Truman Show and and again not really a big surprise Robin Williams in Dead Poets Society is also another or Goodwill Hunting or mm. any of those other movies you know it's like mm-hmm. uh, Steve Martin mm-hmm. you know think about some of the stuff Steve Martin's done um, I don't think we have any more emails do you no that's uh, it okay good so once again uh, thanks to everyone it's Humble and Fred at Humble dot com that's how you get a hold of us Uh, I don't know if we should Maybe we should wait for Boone To uh, give everyone a little bit of taste Kind of an idea of what's going to happen here For the next few months Uh, For June, July, and August We have uh, a little different schedule Because, you know, your two dads need a little time, a little extra time in the summertime to do stuff. Uh, Boone's coming up here in a second. Dan's coming back any second now. First, let's talk a little bit about this wonder.
0: Oh, the wonder of Tim? Yes, bro. The wonder of Tim Niblet. He's the retirement Sherpa. Uh, He's a portfolio manager. Raymond James, a member of the Canadian Investors Protection Fund. Uh, Tim was on the show yesterday, again, another long list of thought-provoking things that you must think about as you prepare for your future, for your golden years. Yes, they are golden years. Well, they're supposed to be anyway. And with the right guy in control, they will be. Lots of things to think about, lots of considerations, lots of organizational things that take place as you're mapping your future and your, you know, your wealth. Uh, Tim can help you with that. Uh, Licensed on both sides of the border. Yes, he is. And uh, again, Raymond Jane's a rock solid organization. (laughs) He's the
1: retirement Sherpa, retirementsherpa.ca. I I just apologize again. I just stopped the music. I've done that a couple times today. I'm like, oh, yeah. I I was sort of listening to you and uh, getting ready for my next read. And the music's playing. I'm like, oh, that's nice. Then I saw another song that reminded me of something. And I just stopped it. (laughs) (laughs) And no, Dan, a mouse would not have made a difference. It may have. It it may may have. have. Do it faster. You know. Yeah. You know what's going to happen though. One day, I will. My, day. my resistance will be at a point where you'll be like, "Here, I have a mouse, and I'll try it." And I'll be, be like, to
3: "Oh, is
1: yeah. a great."
3: No, still, guys, you <laughs> lift your finger, and every two inches, you know, and you, keep, you know, like, this doesn't make any sense to me.
1: Um, hey, listen, let me tell you about our newest sponsor, Relax a Care. Man, oh, man. And uh, Fred, both Fred and Dan have experienced the wonder that is the Relaxicare massage chair in my home. As I mentioned, it's something I was looking at for a long, long time, and it was—I always wanted it. And I thought, you know, I'm going to get to an age where you know I don't have a hot tub, I don't have a pool, I don't have a sauna. And I thought this is what I want to get. Ironically enough, if you want a sauna, RelaxaCare sells them too. Like, there's there's so much at relaxacare.ca. I was just taking a tour of the website earlier, and it's like, you know, I've had lots of chronic injuries. Shoulders, back, next, neck, knees. And this chair does it all and 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 dan's had this experience dave fred charlie my daughter everyone comes over that's that's test drives a chair has this thing like i'll just sit in it for a couple minutes and everyone stays for the full 20 minute session if you're wondering how you can get one of these chairs into your home This is the largest showcase of massage chairs. No other company in Toronto offers these many chairs on display for you to try out. Visit them in person or order online. The lowest price guaranteed and free shipping. They offer all top name brands. And as I say, they're the biggest in Canada for wellness products such as saunas and massage chairs and all type of fitness products too. Check them out. Relaxacare.ca You know, Fred, um, like you, I believe there's a song in everything that every, you know, everything can trigger a song memory. And you just said something. That's why I was dicking around with Spotify while you were talking. You said, um, The Wonder of You. Mm -hmm. And and I don't know... What song were you thinking of?
0: The Wonder of You.
1: That's not that song. The song you're thinking of is actually this song. And it's The Nearness of You. Because you were thinking, like, It's not the pale moon that excites me. It's
2: not the pale... Excites me That thrills And Delights me Here it
1: comes oh. oh no
2: It's just The nearness of you No, you're not thinking
0: of this? No, Elvis Presley, The Wonder of You Is what I was it
2: thinking isn't
1: Really? Because yeah. even That's when true. you sang it Then I know, i would off Like you
2: know <laughs> He
1: makes up his own notes. This is what you're thinking of? Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Okay. Easy now, Elvis. <laughs> Frampton <laughs> Elvis is in the house. When no one else can me. Yeah, this is not what I was thinking of.
3: When everything mm-hmm. I-
1: remember the song. I like the Ella Fitzgerald song better, actually. Uh, all right. Dan Duran's... Uh, uh, never
2: an
1: Yeah, well, I heard that. That was an odd yeah. I think it's interesting, though, that he was once, once the biggest name in the world. And uh, now whenever I think of him, I think he died making a poo. That's right.
0: <laughs> you know. And, and, oh, no, that
1: was Mama Cat. <laughs> yeah. Mama Cat. Just some big fat guy died making a poo-poo it happens the other night when I went to
0: bed I went to sleep listening to the album Wichita Lineman by Glenn Campbell
1: mm. I don't know every
0: so often stuff hits me and I love that song Wichita Lineman
1: yeah because I'm a lineman on for that the album, county there was
0: another song called Dreams of the Everyday Housewife do you remember that song? yeah I song? do and I listened to that song and I thought what, what a neat little song I don't, I don't know if it would apply today because you're not supposed to refer to women as housewives
1: I used to love Glenn Campbell too. Pretty, pretty song. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bear. I not I'm not sure if he wrote this.
2: In the mirror and stares oh, at did. the wrinkles that weren't there yesterday. He thinks of the young man that she almost married. What would he think if he saw her this yeah, way? Yeah, that's a great song. Oh,
3: she, she bigger supper little girl careful now you might Christmas put Fred to sleep
2: comes into her mind. slowly starts dancing remembering her girlhood and all of the boys she had
1: awaiting it's very melancholy that's why we like it it's very sort of bittersweet.
2: The dreams on the everyday
1: i know this song and you think about the time that this was written in the '60s. It was a very reflective, or early '70s, a very reflective song of the times. And mm-hmm. and even though he's saying housewife, he's talking about you know a woman's dreams were shattered, and now looks she looks at herself in the mirror, and here she is, a couple of kids and a homemaker, and it's not really what she had in mind, but it's what she ended up doing. Uh, profound, I'll, actually, it is and profound.
0: Yeah, and um, I think it was a mega hit too. If I'm not mistaken Yeah, somebody else wrote it I read that
1: Um, I don't have it in front of me How do you spell Wichita? Oh, there it is W-I-C-H Because I'll tell you That song Wichita Lineman Dan, we probably Well, we wouldn't have played it At C-H-A-B But I Maybe we did I don't know But I I know I played it over and over again Yeah, me too Different radio stations. To the point where I know All the words to I'm looking for, for the, the, county, county. the county Yeah, I'm, I'm lineman for the county And I And I drive the main road um, Searching in the sun for a
2: Searching in the sun For, for another, another overload
1: Overload It is a great song I hear you singing in the wire Goddamn Glenn Campbell's Gonna make me I cry
2: the and the tall is still on the line.
1: apparently REM does a live version of this want to hear it Billy. come on oh. all right hang on fellas
2: In the oh, no. I keep in the
1: anyway, there's enough uh, trip down memory lane. Yeah, it was written by Chris you Yeah. What, the uh, everyday housewife or uh, Wichita lineman?
0: Uh, no, everyday housewife.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, released 1968 Really, Over 50 years ago 55 years ago um, You know when you, when you talk away from that microphone you honestly. You know, I Again I'm going to listen to it At the end of the show but it's almost like you become so quiet That I have to pump no, up your I, volume I that. What's that buddy? Oh, I, I spoke low there Oh you did okay
3: yeah. Oh is oh, this the time when we're, we're speaking low?
1: low Yeah but when you're speaking low And I can't hear you that's not good uh, all right, uh, Boone's standing... Hang on, Boone. Hang on. Boone's got a major announcement. The Humble and Fred Summer Series, Boone. It starts uh, next Thursday.
4: Yeah, you got a uh, golf tournament Thursday. So, And I should remind everybody right now that Monday's a holiday. So there'll be live shows on Tuesday and Wednesday. Yeah, but this next week, I think, is the beginning.
1: And correct me if I'm wrong, after Dan's news of us, you know, basically doing a different schedule for the rest of the summer are we not
4: no no sir so uh the way i've got it if you just give me a moment here is that you've got a, a turn you got to qualify for something thursday no you're missing my point mike we're basically
1: only starting next week as the week we start just doing you know the three days a week and then thursdays are
4: news to me we got to talk about this i don't have that like i don't have that at all what? Well, <laughs> so, if you look at the calendar, I don't know if any of you guys look at the calendar ever, but I've yeah. got. So, for example, I've got no show next Thursday, and then the week after that is a normal week. I've got. Mike, hmm, we right? had talked about. So Howard, Fred, what did you hear? What did you understand? Because no, I, I'm I'm on
0: I'm on yeah. board with Howard here because yeah. we had had the conversation. Were we going to do in depth interviews on that day? And you were saying, Oh, I think a best of is all yeah. you guys need to do. Yeah, that's, said, what okay, that's, that's what we're talking about.
4: That's what we're going to do. I took that. that to mean the days that you're not doing a live show will have best ofs, right? Because you have a whole week off the week of the 6th. No. So I, I basically put down in the calendar the days that you can't do a live show and took notes that those days there'll be best ofs. This This programming meeting is brought to you by Bowdog. Okay, okay, we're just going to
1: say it. We talked (laughs) for Tell
4: me then, because as you say it, I'll put it in the calendar. Well, well, let's talk about it after. Yeah, but okay. Because the the fact is, ironically enough,
1: for the next month anyway, we've got stuff on that Thursday. But, Mike, we had this whole conversation. Should we record a show on Monday to play it
4: Thursday? Because we were going to take the three months off June, July, and August. Yes, but then we kiboshed the whole thing and we just said best of when you're not live. Right? And, and so we're, I, but
1: we're yeah. not going to be live now on any Thursday until Labor Day.
4: Okay, so now as as you and Dan chat, the calendar will be updated, and uh, okay. we'll be back this on is the show. Yeah,
0: And, Mike, we understand you deal with several podcasts in a day and a week, and we can understand right this could happen. But, again, as Howard, I thought it was in bed. The good thing is, having adopted No Guest Thursday, it's not like you
1: have to go right. back. Right. The only guest I cancel is me. Yeah. So, uh <laughs> And you can pop in on Thursdays all you want, really. We just won't won't be here. You you and Dan could do Thursday, yes. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, Well, okay, so that's the announcement, really. So, and again, the next few Thursdays, almost for the next three or four, uh, we weren't going to be here anyway. I got a tournament next Thursday. The following one, there's nothing on the schedule. So, anyway... The one after that, I have to have another growth attended to. Yeah, Puss Mountain. Uh, so uh, but, so we're, we're, we just want everyone to be aware. So what we're going to do starting next Thursday until the end of August, and it really is only going to affect probably a handful of weeks anyway between time off for tournaments, time off for vacation, etc., You're going to get three new shows a week. Thursdays will be a, a dedicated best of, because we don't do best of Fridays now. So Mike's going to do uh, throw together some curated content. All the sponsorship will be included. Uh, but we're just going to just take it easy for the next few months. That's all. And, and back in September, we're going to be back doing four days a week, you know, once all the golf tournaments are finished up. Okay, I see what you've see. You've made calendar entries well, already.
4: I'm working on it right now, but I, I th- you can understand
1: though. We're just a bit surprised because we had several conversation about this.
4: Well, I'm thought, surprised too because we had so many days off before we got rid of the Thursdays. I thought that was the modified summer mm, schedule. So no. now that we're adding the Thursdays, so that's why I thought okay, all right, because you, know, you got a week off and a couple of weeks and there's you a you know bunch it's just of days a little
0: misunderstanding. You misheard. We miss. We assumed mm-hmm.
4: yeah. it's These not the pale when, moon. Hey, this happens. With, this
0: <laughs> happens at the corporate level <laughs>
1: yeah. and, and I just want everyone to know it's not because we're and we're not retiring and we're not going to three no. days a week it's not Stern all over again although when Stern went to four so did we Stern's on three and for the summer so are we going to be um, but you know we're very shy about blowing our own horns although Dan can and he doesn't seem to tell, give a shit about it <laughs> but uh, but you know the fact we're is very bashful and modest yeah we're ma- bashful and modest even though People love us. Um, <laughs> I just, I just think you know, like I don't know what to say. We we felt like I, I certainly feel like we need a little time, and, and we don't take a lot of time during the year. And I hope everyone will be okay with it.
0: Yeah. See, I'm you know I'm going to be well. Your your next birthday, what, Howard? Sixty
1: three. Yes, I'll be sixty three if I make it to January twenty twenty
0: three. You know, in less than two months, I'll be sixty six. And the thing is, I don't feel like 66. And a big reason I don't feel like 66 is because like, we do this show, really. That's a big part of it. So I've got to be very careful, right? You don't want to slide into the... Uh, <laughs> the right. No, the, the point is, don't worry. Like in the fall, we're coming back with four a week yeah. because it's it's therapy for, it for the mind and the body. Time to get serious, Fred. Time right. to get, time to right. to get we serious. We will be getting
4: serious. Um, good
0: this show is I good like for that. the mind and body for an old fucker. And I'm right, uh, the
4: Calendar's up to date. Uh, good news, everybody. We're up to date now. I We're just insane. want to do
1: this show long enough for one or both of us to get dementia, and then then the really <laughs> then the good fucking shows will begin. Just angry. You'll be sitting there going, Fred,
0: Fred, Fred. <laughs> Fred? Why? Why? Why?
1: Did you hear what I said? Why? Who? Who? <laughs> by that time, I'll just be doing the show by myself, going, Is the Freddy here? It's Fred here. Uh, Dan, do you feel like you want to do the uh, news on this Thursday for one last time? Yeah, whatever. Uh, sure. Okay, uh, here we go.
4: Here's to a fella named Dan Duran, a hell of a guy with a hell of a big wang, the quintessential anchor man. His voice is nice and low. <laughs> oh, oh.
2: Dan Duran, the anchor man, comes to- for credentials he has none can't tell a headline from his bum but his voice is nice and low Dan Duran, the man's here He's prone to falling off his chair But he's got a big wang So he don't care And his voice is nice and low
3: My voice is nice and
1: low And now Dan Durand's news Brought to you by HealthGage.com The wonder that is the Phoenix HealthGage watch Go to HealthGage.com Put in the promo code HUMBLEFREDHG For 15% off At checkout And check it out uh, We've been telling you about this now For some time And uh, we're wearing it is best for your health to understand what's going on with you each and every minute of every day. HealthCage.com, promo code HUMBLEFREDHG. And now, live from Lakeside, it's Tender in. There's lots of battles going on in Alberta. Calgary beat
3: Edmonton in their NHL series last night. Also, Premier Jason Kenney announced he's stepping down. In a leadership review last night, he only got fifty one point four percent of support. So he said, uh, "Okay, goodbye." Uh, I guess I don't know when the day he's going to, re- you know, relinquish leadership, but that's uh, that's uh, in the works. And then there's uh, Tamara Leach, you know, the uh, the whole uh, Ottawa Freedom Rally, Freedom thing? Rally she, idiot, yes, and she was uh, one of the. Uh, one of the founders of that whole thing, getting it all going. She was arrested and then released on bail under certain conditions. And now she's about to get a Freedom Award in Toronto. <laughs> I'm sorry, she's a what? A Freedom, freedom. Award. Well, freedom from the, what? The, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. Justice Center for Constitutional Freedoms is scheduling for June 16th the George Jonas Freedom Award. Uh, And she's uh, going to be recognized for her participation in the uh, protest that gridlocked Ottawa for more than three weeks. And now there are the crown prosecutors want the... uh, the Tamara Leach person in jail, back in jail to wait uh, because she will be breaching her bail conditions by agreeing to it. She's agreed to come to Ontario and uh, that she is not allowed to do according to her uh, her bail. So, her bail conditions.
0: When I heard that, I thought all the people that have won that award previously, now it's just tarnished and, sh- and sullied. And, yeah. And it doesn't mean as much. It's like when trump gave rush limbaugh the congressional medal of freedom it was like all the people that won that genuinely for wonderful things they've done now they're in the company of a creep and that's what this is now so if i won that award i'd almost want to give it back if she's getting it it's sad
1: yeah yeah a lot of things are sad Oh, no. it's so I sad. know, I know. So, much sad. so <laughs> sad, sad, so sad, so sad. sad. It's a sad, 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 sad situation. Nothing. What song are you thinking of? It's a Paul McCartney one, isn't it? What is that song? Uh, I forget. It's sad, so sad. oh, that's Elton John, actually.
0: Nothing.
1: nothing. No, it's a McCartney song. Well, what, I'm sorry. Anyway. No, hang on a second. This is important to me. It is. Yes. You're I don't thi- even know what's the word sad he's singing in that one what song am I thinking of Dan that uh, it's sad so sad it's a sad sad situation well, there, well, there is a, there's a sad, sad, sad song that John, um, oh, John does, but um, I know sad sad it's uh, um, I got my hang on I got my song um, it first it seems
0: to be the, uh,
1: the I know the song you're talking about Howard yeah it's this one This is the, uh, it's actually called, sorry seems to be the hardest word. I'll get to the chorus. To
2: make you care. Here
1: comes the chorus.
2: What do I do? What do I do? And awake to, to find the you to find there. What do I do?
1: Okay, so it's not the chorus yet. Maybe
2: this is the-
1: Okay, just relax I'm going to get to the verse and the chorus
2: Seems to be Here we go
1: This should be our theme song
4: <laughs>
1: Is this a song you were thinking of, Fred?
4: It, 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 no,
1: it. Another it's McCart- day, another day
0: by Paul McCartney. This right. is another one day. I was thinking of. Yes, Mike. Thank you for that. I just googled it.
1: I had to redeem myself. <laughs> another day by McCartney. I love that song too. But this is a, one of my favorite Elton John songs.
0: Fantastic song. Beautiful song.
1: Another day. My, my favorite Elton John song is still Harmony. Of all time. Uh, McCartney. Here's a. Ba, ba, ba,
2: ba.
1: Uh, when does the sad part come up? Later in the song? Yeah. yeah. All right. Damn so it. Oh, right, right. That's at the end of the song. Yeah, it goes... There you go. That's what you get, Kyle, to do for next week. Just put together a whole, a whole collage of Humble and Fred's sad songs. Yeah. So so sad.
2: yeah that's,
1: that's what. All I All right. Thinking. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, thanks, Mike, for that. And Dan, do you have us uh, any more stories for us to continue? Well, you
3: know, it's a, we could talk about Voyager. Voyager, give a little update on the
1: Voyager space probe. Uh, before I know you I do that, Dan. The risk of boring Fred. No, no. Um, before you do it. <laughs> yeah excuse me uh, I want to mention this
2: cursing during your commute again do you find yourself living at work instead of working from home couldn't this have been an email when it feels like all that's left is work hard you know it's time to play it's easy to find your next favorite game at Bodog.net. play free casino games get poker tips and check out the latest sports odds visit bowdog.net today hashtag make a play Alright
1: probe away there Dan Duran With his uh, final story of the week uh, Dan Duran ladies and gentlemen mm-hmm.
3: The Voyager 1 probe Is still exploring Interstellar space It was launched like 45 years ago Like 1977 Voyager 1 and Voyager 2 went out and also were featured in a Star Trek movie Feature, remember feature Anyway uh, it was uh, It's so far out now it's, it's, 40, it's 14.5 Billion miles away From the planet Wow. It's I just the numbers are, here. apparently what's happening right now is that, that uh, it's still working, it's still sending, you know, communicating with Earth, but there's some sort of screw up inside it that's uh, not, uh, it's not, saying that it's doing the right thing but mm. it's actually still doing the right thing. Well, anyway, it takes 20 hours and 33 minutes for the uh, communication. So one way to uh for it to tell earth what's going on, uh, it takes 20 hours and 33 minutes and then uh, so it's 2 days to tell it to do anything, right? Mm. So it's that that far away. It's like
1: it a just-
2: teenager. Right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, that's a little joke, Dan. What I did is I took yeah, your premise I, and then I just threw a little bit there. That's, yeah. You know, uh, very, a little sauce am that. I'm comedy very. Comedy sauce. You know what I am? Or I'm very shy pause, about my man. comedy. I'm very shy about my. I'm bashful <laughs> well, about I like my.
0: It. Let's see. It's. Yeah. yeah that was it a singer. It <laughs> it's the quality of what vibe was. <laughs> um, it is. Um one story this week that we didn't touch on, which I find is weird on a serious note. Have you seen this baby formula shortage thing? Yes. Yeah. Crazy. And now it's affecting Canada. and all because of, well, two things, sunflower and exports, I think from Ukraine. Okay. And, uh, and there was a recall in the summer about some of the powder. Some kids were getting sick or something. So it's like, wow, like this is huge. And it, it just shows you how vulnerable vulnerable we are because the it's the one main uh, company, Abbott. And because of one company having these problems, the world, the kids aren't being fed e- here in North America. It's a wild story, really, when you think about it.
1: You know, um, both of Fred and I, I don't know about you two, we listen to a lot of satellite radio. Uh, and one of the hallmarks of satellite radio advertising are these... Big law firms looking for victims to be part of a class action lawsuit. You know, they'll say, "Hey, boy, did you? T- were you um, like one of the ones I hear is uh, for veterans that had faulty mm-hmm. earplugs, and they right. may have had ear damage, and they want them to be part of a suit?" Well, one of the ones I'm not sure if you heard it, Freddie, is not, not is a famous one uh, about formula. Mm-mm. A couple of the big formula manufacturers, apparently, I, again, I don't want to get into which one it was because I don't remember, but they're looking at a big class action lawsuit because some of the, and these are pretty big brand names, where some of the formula damaged these babies. Mm-hmm. Well, Can you fi- if you imagine. If that. you
3: delve into that story, Fred, it's, it is, there's a lot of things that went wrong. Uh, Like the FDA not uh, doing much work in the uh, food part of it in the United States, so there was lots of like problems with uh, the plant, which is why that plant shut down. Also, consolidation,
0: Michigan, yeah, yeah,
3: Yeah. and the consolidation of that in that industry. There's only like three or four plants in the that that do ninety to you know ninety five to ninety eight percent of the uh, actual. baby formula comes out of those plants so if something goes wrong at a lo- like it has it's been shut down and it's they're having a horrible time trying to get that thing back up and running again
1: mm-hmm. well dan i always think about what you told me when i when we first started having children you said you know howard i grew up uh, you know on a farm and titty milk be free i think that's what dan said <laughs> i think he said how how would titty milk be free and I said, thank you, Dan, for that. Wise yeah. words for those. Yeah. Uh, it's,
3: not- especially, it's especially difficult for mothers with uh, uh, kids with special kind of dietary needs. So, yeah. Yes. Okay. You guys are not going to be serious about that.
1: No, know. we're not. <laughs> not after Teddy Milk Be Free. <laughs> <Before> I. <laughs>
0: Darren comes up a lot on this show, doesn't he? Before I had my breast reduction. Yeah. Before I had my breast reduction, I would be standing there without a shirt on. He would grab my tit and say, give me some milk. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Do <you> remember that? <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Give me some and Fred, how did that make you feel? Silly. <laughs> Uh, oh! Oh no! I was offended. Out because you're, offended. you should have been offended, and and offended, you should go yeah. back in time and tell Darren you need to make retribution, <laughs> yeah. uh, reparations. Okay, before we finish, I because I, I will. I'm going to let this go uh, through the weekend. I won't have it saved. Speaking in Dallas uh, yesterday, the former president of the United States. Remember when we used to think George Bush? was a doofus and like oh my god you couldn't have a worse president yeah uh here he is uh speaking about the war in ukraine and maybe you guys can catch the gaffe that he makes
3: in contrast russian elections are rigged political opponents are imprisoned or otherwise eliminated from participating in the electoral process The result is an absence of checks and balances in Russia and the decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, of Ukraine.
1: (laughs) Can you fucking imagine that? Let me play that for you, Uno Mas. Unjustified
3: and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, of Ukraine.
4: (laughs) Can you imagine that, fellas? It makes you wonder, like, does this weigh on his conscience? Is he thinking about this all the time? Like, that's a crazy Freudian slip. Because when we get all high
1: and mighty over here in North America about how dare Vladimir Putin invade Ukraine. Remember, this man Mm -hmm. put 450,000 people to death looking for weapons of mass destruction that Mm -hmm. never existed. Mm -hmm. And so it goes on.
4: Jean Chrétien had that you know that speech if there's no proof the proof is the proof is the proof and Where's Canada the proof is in the proof
1: right exactly coin coin. Mm-hmm. yes
4: and, I, and again it's so easy for
1: us to go oh, well you know the Europeans you know, but like that's something that a hundred years from now people will be going what what the fuck what <laughs> they did what
0: <laughs> oh and again I've often brought this up, getting so at the time aggravated with Jeff Merrick because he was calling bullshit on all of it. Yes, he did. Yeah. And you and I are going, Oh, no, there's something there." Oh, well, there's got to be something there. There's something there. Yeah, you got to get these bastards.
4: You know and who fooled people, call. Colin Powell, because mm-hmm. even though we knew like W and everything, we're kind of going to make us shit up or whatever for for all, you know, all that, you know. And then Cheney and everything, but Powell, we thought we could trust. And he was telling us there's proof, you know, I've seen it. He fooled a lot of people, Colin Powell. Yeah. Well, do you remember the the news conferences, like on CNN, where mm-hmm. they had the
0: maps and the pointers and yeah. they're showing you where they were and what yeah. the strategy was going to be yeah. to go and get this shit. And none of it existed. Right. Talk about being hoodwinked,
1: Jesus. And, and that's the you know, that's why they say those that forget history are doomed to repeat it, because that wasn't that long ago. That's within all of our lifetimes. We were all online, and I don't mean that in the computer sense. We were all aware, and we were, you know, watching the news. Mm -hmm. And again, that Merrick conversation—that was a lot of people were saying, "Well, this is bullshit." And there's, and we're all like, "No, no, no, not the authorities. They know better." Oh, Jeff's just the snowflake. Yeah. Well, no, exactly. He was a liberal and lefty, whatever. But. uh, it just, it just goes to show you, and that's why bringing the whole show full circle, remember it was I that mentioned, monkeypox Pox is here, <laughs> <laughs> and, and you can poo-poo the pox all you want, but when you, Fred Patterson, are like, give me a banana, and you don't know why, <laughs> it's going to be because of the monkeypox. Imagine uh,
3: Bush must have really appreciated Trump coming online because Trump really, really rehabilitated Bush's image. It's like, oh, okay, good. I'm back.
1: And to Mike's point, like, I don't play. I didn't play the rest of the clip on purpose because he kind of (laughs) goes 75 like it's a 75 year old referring to himself like a slip. But Mike's right. That is somewhere in the recesses of his addled brain. Mm -hmm. He fucking knows.
4: Yep. And so do all those other guys. They all know and remember the other dimension which is also in our lifetime is that this is all like a personal revenge for his daddy's war right like he's finishing daddy's business in iraq Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and, you know he just needed a 9-11 to give him the uh Mm -hmm. to exploit that from the the american people that whole vulnerability yes they just attacked the wrong country all true
1: <laughs> yeah, and uh, but again, and,
4: and there, it wasn't. A, it was the U.S. went in alone, and they had some help, but it wasn't the UN. You know, Canada did not participate. Yeah. Uh, but guys,
1: you see how deep this goes too.
0: Even us, and let's be honest, there was something about those brown people over there being slaughtered that didn't matter the same way that seeing people in Ukraine that look like us being slaughtered. Yeah, that's right. And I don't give a shit what anybody says. On some level, we're all guilty of that. Absolutely, it's that identity thing. You know.
1: Because I we we must have all heard of the <clears throat> excuse me of numbers of Iraqis mm-hmm. that were being slaughtered. We must have heard it, but because it was in the aftermath of nine one one, maybe you heard of it.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: I think there was a psychic sort of psych uh, the psychosis or whatever. The culture here in North America was so let's riled, get, up. riled up. Exactly, let's go get them. Get somebody. Let's get somebody. Yes.
0: Right. And, you know, generally, and again, we're all different. And we're all, I know all of that. But getting them was a little easier than getting somebody
1: that looks like you.
0: It just is.
1: Sad, yeah. but it's true. All right. Well, just remember, May 19th, that's the day that monkeypox came to town. <laughs> monkeypox uh mike boone so now that you're aware of what's going on for the next three months what's happening for the next uh
4: monday's a holiday you pointed that out yes of monday course. is a uh, victoria day so no show but then we have uh, pretty good political back-to-backs next week uh jackie delaney returns on the tuesday jackie delaney is our guest and then steve pakin from tv ontario Excellent. is our special guest wednesday to prime us for the ontario uh, election Excellent. Has the pig man ever, he's been on the show before, hasn't he? Yeah. He was on
1: recently. Yeah, yeah he's a good uh, man. He was on in, during the pandemic. He came. Yeah, out, okay. Yeah. Um,
0: by the way, Mike, um, yeah. congratulations on your get-together, your outdoor get-together last week. You attracted 34 people to the park, which is extraordinary when you think about it. Howard, did you hear about this?
4: Of course I did. Mm-hmm. he read about it in
2: the, <laughs> the of course
3: I so, did.
4: <laughs> because of all of our you know drinking in a public park infractions sure but yeah it was a good turnout so thank you to everyone who came to TMLX 9 and just a quick tonight you know that's going to a public park a lot of people are like I don't know if I want to meet these guys in a public park but you can go to live.torontomike.com at 7 p.m. tonight and you can participate virtually in our episode of toast with Stu Stone and Cam Gordon and it's going to be uh, bananas tonight I love those guys I pass my best wishes on to both
1: Cam and Stu. And uh, by the way, I sent you a note. Yeah. Responding to your question
4: about block programming. Would you believe I left a voicemail for Bell Media sales yesterday? Like at around, I don't know, 2 PM. And I've never got a call back. Like this is somebody who's inquiring about, you know, buying, giving money to Bell Media radio stations in Toronto. But we'll talk about that. I say, I say, you know, too. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, but it's, it's, this, it's bottom line is whoever's financing this wants to be on a Toronto sports radio station. Like, that's like, a, yeah. there's I, only two. When we get off
1: the air, I'll tell you what I, what I know, uh, what, a, what an hour of time. Okay. Well, there's three. I, I have uh, sort of two perspectives for you, one on AM 740 and one on AM 1010. Approximately what it costs to buy a block okay. of time is what you were asking. Cool. Uh, thanks everyone that uh, participated. Humble and Fred at humbleandfredradio.com. Everyone that we, uh, we, and we couldn't get to everyone, but uh, thanks again for your support and uh, a couple of great emails today. Uh, and, uh, and there was one there where the, the nice person said that they were proud of us. And I, I'm going to take that because, you know, obviously we're very bashful about our success and uh, mm. mm-hmm. it's can be little you're, over- you're bashful. I'm dopey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's right. Oh, there's Dan's son, Colton. Hello, Colton. <laughs> Say hello. Hi, Colton. Hello. That's my God boy right there. Yeah. Hey, God boy. Tell him to come over here. Tell him to come here. I want to show him something.
2: Hey.
1: Huh? Yeah, your gran- hey, uh, Colton. I don't know if da- your dad told you about this, but your grandfather gave me this uh, after you were uh, baptized, and it's a, uh, a card thanking me for being your godfather. And it's uh, July eighteenth, two thousand and three. Do you remember that, Colton? You're just a baby. <laughs> a small I
0: baby. actually don't. What no, does it don't? say on the front, Howard? Again, I'm sorry.
1: For this child, I pray. Oh, look at that boy! God, he's a you still boy. pray for him, I pr- Colton? I pray for you every day. <laughs> I, I pray day? that you. I pray that you won't get mold poisoning living in your dad's trailer. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Praying pretty hard then <laughs>
1: Pray harder lives a day That's funny Pray harder Colton says Colton you're Thanks for dropping in there buddy No problem <clears throat> That's Colton uh, Danock uh, Duran Dageebert <laughs> He has three names
4: <laughs> I knew that boy When he was a beaver
1: <laughs> Yeah that's right Yeah, yeah. Well Pardon you know the- n- Nowadays you could have said I knew that boy When he had a beaver
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> i don't want the show to end i'm on fire uh okay uh that's it uh all right everyone enjoy your long weekend celebrating uh long dead monarch dusty old victoria may two four the may two four is here
0: yeah it's time to <sighs> redesignate okay. this but
1: yeah well why don't we
0: make that's it fr- you know what we should do for we should, that's we for should a- that's for an anti-monarchy conversation down well,
1: the road. we should have a freedom day every May 24th oh, is yeah. freedom
0: yeah. day yeah. we need our freedom back
4: mm-hmm. when are we getting our freedoms freedom from religion we should have like an atheist yes. test exactly mm-hmm. Thank you Michael Boone you genius.
0: That should be a campaign we start take God out of the anthem it does yeah. not belong
4: in the- I won't say it ask my kids I do not say that line and we before hockey game I don't either I, you know, I won't say when it. When I get to that it's line not not in the fair. anthem I say tiger <laughs> Tiger
1: keep our land uh, All right Daniel this episode
3: of Humble and Fred was brought to you by Gig Sky, the Retirement Sherpa, the Chambers Plan, Bodog, Health Gauge, Hush Blankets, and our newest sponsor, relax care For Humble and Fred, I'm Dan Duran, and remember, full moon on Monday, we're back on Tuesday, and as Howard says, embrace every goddamn day. Pray hard, like, and subscribe.
2: A place we saw the lights turn low, the jigsaw jazz and the get fresh flow. Pulling out jazz and jamboree
0: handouts, two turntables and a microphone, bottles and cans, or just clap
1: your hands, or just clap your hands. Where's
2: that?